0: Deutsche Welle. Learning by ear. Listen up. Shape
1: your future. Hello. Hello, everybody. Today, in our globalisation series, we are going to talk about the poverty that is emptying the countryside. About the rural exodus. Among the people living for the cities, mainly young people, many are young girls who get employed as maids. We are going to visit one of these maids. And we are heading for Bujumbura, the capital of Burundi.
0: So So... Fasten your seatbelts
1: and And let's get
0: going.
2: Janine is 17 years old. She is from Muyinga in the north of Burundi. Janine left school at the age of 11. She could barely read or write. When she was 16, she left her family and village to try her luck in the city.
3: I decided to come to Bujumbura, to the city, because I was very poor. I only had one dress. My parents couldn't support me. We had no money, and the worst was when I saw my friends coming back from the city. I was so impressed. They were well-dressed. I envied them. I left without telling my parents. My friend helped me to find a family. I could work for. My boss lived in a suburb of Bujumbura, Kambosha. It is a poor district where most of people are war refugees.
2: Her first job was almost like torture.
3: Early in the morning, I had to get water from the well from 6 in the morning to 8 and then I had to do the cooking. At about 11 a.m., I had to clean the house. In the afternoon, I was allowed to rest for an hour. Then my boss made me do other jobs or send me shopping. I was tired and sad.
2: Exhausted from the non-stop work, Janine decided to leave. She quickly found another employer. Her job now is to look after a small three-year-old boy. She has to fetch water from the well very early in the morning, make breakfast and bring the little boy to school. Then she has to do the washing up, the cleaning, go to the market, cook, do the laundry and the ironing. All that for 12,000 Burundi francs a month, 6 euro 90 cents. Basically, she has to do everything for very little money.
1: But when does she rest?
2: The maid's employer, the mistress of the house, makes it clear that Janine has two hours rest a day at lunchtime. I think 12,000 francs is enough because I take care of everything for her. The state barely pays anything. The average state employee gets about 60,000 francs, not more than 70,000. So we can't go over that limit. Despite her tiredness, Janine always has a smile.
3: In the future, I would like to open a small business. I need 500,000 Burundi francs, which is about 290 euros to start one. At the moment, I have only got 20,000 francs which is 12 euros.
2: Janine doesn't regret coming to the city. Twice a year, she goes back to the village to visit her family. She feels superior to her brothers and sisters who have stayed. She always brings them gifts. She's happy about the trip, but it still costs her 6 months' savings. Bujumbura is full of maids with the same fate as Janine. They don't have work contracts and are at the mercy of their employers. Goreth Kayange is the president of Twesi Tutarimberi, Development for Everybody, an organization for domestic workers. Our organization teaches maids how to read and write. On top of that, they learn English and French, so they can also work for foreigners. They learn how to clean, iron, cook, a garden, and also about etiquette. Basically, everything they need to know if their employers aren't around. The idea of setting up this organization arose after seeing the conflicts between. Between uh, maids and their employers, we noticed that the better they did their work, the better they were paid. That's the aim of our organization. Today, we learned how to make a good salad and a cake. The advantage of being in this organisation is that we get a good salary. The employer knows you can do your job because of the skills you have acquired here. Before joining the organisation, I got 15,000 francs, about 9 euro, but now I get 25,000 francs, which is worth about 14 and a half euros. No Casilde is another maid working within the organization. Janine, though, is still a long way from earning Casilde's 25,000 francs, a long way from such a salary and a long way from being able to realize her dream of starting a family of her own. Of
3: course I want to. I'm a woman, and I have to have children. It's everybody's dream, man or woman.
2: Despite the problems she encounters in her daily life, Janine is now ready to go back to the country. She has managed to find work and not become homeless like so many in Africa's capitals. She has turned her back on the village for good.
1: Janine, in the report, is only 17. That's a bit young for working so much, isn't it? It depends.
0: According to the International Convention on the Rights of the Child, she's considered a child because she's not yet 18 and should be protected against economic exploitation. So, no work? It's not as simple as that. Article 32 talks about work that is likely to be hazardous or to be harmful to the child. What is this convention? It's a kind of a contract drawn up by the United Nations. It has all sorts of rules to ensure children are protected. There are 54 articles in total. And does the whole world stick to the rules? Out of 195 countries, two have not ratified the convention. The United States, because they still have the death penalty and don't want to abolish it in certain states. And Somalia, because the government has still not been recognised by the United Nations.
1: But even those who have signed are far from perfect,
0: apparently. There's always a big difference between theory and practice. And on top of that, each country is allowed to veto this or that article if it doesn't conform to its national legislation.
1: Is there a monitoring system?
0: Yes, there's an organisation the UN Committee on the Rights of the Child, which has to make sure the Convention is implemented. Every five years, each country files a report about the
1: measures it's adopted so to meet its commitments. At least in certain cases, the affected children can defend themselves.
0: Yes, but there are still countless numbers who can't do much. About 1.2 million children worldwide work in conditions which breach the Convention.
2: And that's all for today from us at Learning by Ear. Thank you for listening to this program about globalization, rural exodus, and child labor. A Deutsche Welle program produced by Justin Bitamboye and Yandron. Ron. To find out more or listen to the program again, go to our website at www.dw-world.de. Goodbye for now and don't forget to tune in next time.